Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, everybody, let's get into it. Get stoked. Get started. Get started. Get started. Welcome, Big Brother fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Sherry Garcia, and I'm so glad you can be here tonight with us for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10, also known as the Portuguese Princess from Providence. have questions or comments, call in at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. And once you're on our switchboard, please do remember to listen to the prompts and press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you want to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard. Now let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. Going 
It's April 10th, 2017. Welcome, Big Brother fans. Happy Manic Monday. This is the Red Reality Show Network. I'm Cherry Garcia. I'll be your co-host, so I'd like to say thank you for being here with us for Manic Mondays with my host, Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10, and her very special guest tonight, Suzette Amaya, who will be here to do her segment we call Suzette Sizes Up Canada. Now, both Michelle and Suzette have just returned home after attending Reality Rally out in Temecula, California. Reality Rally is one of the biggest and most respected reality-based charity events in the nation, created by Jillian Larson from Survivor Gabon, with all proceeds going to Michelle's Place, um, a breast cancer research center, and they include everyone that goes to the event. They also go out to the research center as part of the program for the weekend, and it touches so many people's lives. Um, I know Michelle has attended all seven years of this event, and I'm not sure if Suzette has, has or not, but we'll ask her once she gets up on the air with us. Of course, we'll also be talking about Big Brother Canada 5. Um, there's so much going on on BB Can 5. So we're going to have a lot to talk about. And, of course, our listeners are always invited to call in and participate in our shows. So if you have a question, a comment, or an opinion, call in at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. 237 5506 And once you're on our switchboard... Please, please remember to press the number one key on your phone. That indicates to us that you're ready to join us on air and you're not just listening to Manic Mondays from our switchboard. Now, let's bring up Michelle Costa and see if she has a voice after attending Reality Rally this year. Hi, Michelle. How are you? And how was Reality Rally? Hey, Cherry Pie. Hello, everybody in Manic Monday land. I have a voice, kind of. Yay. <laughs> you never awesome. know, Cherry Pie. It's iffy I when I come back. It's a little cracky, but I think we can make it through this this show tonight without uh, me losing it, hopefully. I mean, not jinx myself. <laughs> well, hello, everybody out there in Manic Monday land. Um, I had a fabulous time, and I cannot wait to share it all with you tonight. Um, our special guest will be Suzette Amaya, who will be calling in in a few minutes. Um, she will be sizing up Big Brother Canada 5, and it was a sad week um, in Big Brother Canada house. So we'll talk about that. And also, Suzette joined us in Reality Rally once again. So I can't wait to hear what she had to say about uh, her time at Reality Rally. And, boy, we had such a blast. I did bring home something that I really actually am very happy about. I brought back a sunburn, and I am proud of it, Cherry. All right? I'm working this sunburn. I'm working it. You're probably the only person in Rhode Island with a sunburn. (laughs) (laughs) You better believe it. I am excited. I have a tan. I was in beautiful weather. I was around palm trees. I was on amazing people, volunteers, um, sponsors, uh, Michelle's Place and her family. Um, Just a wonderful time. So I can't wait to tell you guys 
like the new people that I met that I was like so excited to meet. Um, before I get into that, um, I want to hear what you guys have to um, think. If you guys attended Reality Valley, call in and share a story. Um, if you saw some pics or um, we're excited to see um, people attending Reality Valley, let us know what you think. Also, when we get started talking about Big Brother Canada 5, I want to know who your favorite is. I want to know, you know, what your thoughts are on uh, the, the HOH. We want to know what your thoughts are so far because, boy, can I just tell you, it is great. I mean, even if you want to talk about Survivor, and we finally saw the queen get slayed. She got her her crown thrown to the ground and stomped all over. But she played a good game when we talk about Sandra who finally got taken down. So uh, we'll be talking about that as well. So let me guys, let me fill you guys in on some of the people. Of course, all the people that have attended before. Such a great time seeing them again. Um, but, oh, my God. So, Cherry, everybody, guess who I got to hang out with and who is so awesome and so sweet? Um, Adam, the winner of... Uh, of Survivor, Gen X and Millenniums. Really? <laughs> yeah, he attended. He is so nice, so sweet. Um, we hung out so much. He said he'd love to come on Manic Monday um, in the future to talk about um, his time in Survivor and also what's going on in Survivor. So he'll be definitely coming. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm having a little, a little dry a throat, you know, it's dry air in California, so I'm just trying to get used to that. Um, he was so nice, you guys. I got to meet his father, you know, and I know this is near and dear to his heart. Um, you know, during the um, show, he talked about his mother and her dealings with cancer, and when he got back home, um, literally, like, spent a couple of weeks with her, and she, uh, passed away. So I was standing next to him at Michelle's place and, you know, it was just, I was, I had my eyes were glued on him and he was just kind of just like taking it all in. And, um, you know, I'm sure it meant a lot to him to see that there's people out there that are doing a lot for this thing that, you know, just keeps coming into our lives. And um, we're trying to find a way to get it out, which is, you know, cancer, whatever form, shape it comes in. Um, So he was such a pleasure um, to meet. You guys can check out our pictures on Twitter and Facebook. Um, Oh, my God. You know who else I got to meet, Sherry, that I was so excited about that also was on Gen X and Millenniums? Um, Figgy. Mm -hmm. Oh, Figgy. 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 I bet she Figgy. is so awesome. Oh, she is, first off, absolutely beautiful, gorgeous, just, oh, she was so nice. We had so much fun together. Um, the last day, there was only a few of us that stayed because we had late flights, and it was me, Peter Brown, Alec, and Figgy. And bottomless mimosas, okay? Bottomless. So I just knew she would be awesome to hang out with. Oh, yeah. She was just so much fun, um, just really, like, you know, telling us about, you know, her time on um, Survivor and 
her experience and stuff, and she was telling us some stories about her life and stuff, and just an amazing, absolutely great, great um, woman. And um, you can check out pictures also on um, Facebook and Twitter. Um, so I also met um, almost every single person, obviously almost every single person, that came on Manic Monday, Cherry, um, that we've had. So we had a lot of the naked and afraid uh, people come on. So, you know, Brandon, I got to meet him, hung out with him. He was awesome. Uh, Joe was awesome. Laura was awesome. Um, Lindsay and Amanda were awesome. So uh, those people, they have a great time. We had a great time together. Um, and then don't forget about, you know, Hell's Kitchen, uh, Aziza. She was so much fun. Um, great, great woman. I mean, I didn't even know she had five kids and she does everything that she does. It's just absolutely amazing. I uh, got to hang out with Coop and his wife. They were just Oh, I bet he's a Coop. blast. Oh, my God. He is so much fun. And he's a photo bomber. So everybody out there, <laughs> whoever is taking a picture around him, just know he will find the camera. That is for sure. Uh, he's definitely a light of the – yeah, he's definitely uh, the light of the party. He just – wherever he is, um, he definitely has a lot of fun. Um, and I was reunited with my Jason – I got to hang out with my Jason Roy since he moved to L.A. So that was really special. Yeah, and he's doing really good. He loves it. Um, he's going to be coming on Manic Monday um, once he gets filled and everything and, you know, talk about uh, everything that's been going on with him. So it was such a blast. Um, and I know Jillian Larson's going to probably be coming up um, on here in a couple of weeks because she likes to give us an update. Um, to let you guys all know yes. how the event went and give us a number. I know that um, it was kind of before there was, like, the casino night and the auction and all that stuff. Uh, they were up to, like, seventy or $80,000 at that point uh, that they had raised, wow. which is amazing. Um, so um, that's really that's really cool. I should be able to give us the numbers. Um, I want to give a shout-out to my team. Uh, that ran in the amazing race through Temecula. And they actually showed me something that I was unfamiliar with, and I guess I'm the only person in the world that never heard of TED Talks. Are you familiar with TED Talks, Cherry? With what? TED Talks. It's like people that give inspirational um, speeches, entrepreneurs, um, doctors, whatever you can think of, and they go and they give these um, speeches, and there's a lot of them, and they go, this, this happens all over the world. And so my team is yeah. called TEDx um, Temecula, and they're actually going to be doing an event in Temecula um, in about a couple of months. And they informed me that anybody out there that is interested in seeing um, TED Talks because, like, for you to go to one of these, I mean, people pay, like, $7,000 for a ticket to go. That's how motivational they are. And so the end of the month, yeah, the end of the month of April, um, look at, you know, some information for your local movie theaters, but they will actually be um, airing TED Talks um, via 
movie theaters across the entire United States. So if you're interested in going wow. to check that out, um, make sure you Google TED Talks and maybe movie theaters in your area, and they will let you know um, when it will be airing. So, you know, you might not be able to pay the 7000 but you'll probably be able to pay the price of a um, ticket to the movie. Movie theater, right. I need to let you know two yeah. things, Michelle. Yes, First my is, that, is on our switchboard, so we need to bring her up. Also, before we do that, we are having a thunderstorm here in St. Louis, and hopefully everything will be fine. Um, you might hear my dogs bark occasionally because we just had a very loud clap thunder, and my dogs aren't very fond of thunderstorms. So I have my loudest dog upstairs. Um, hopefully you won't hear her. Barked your head off just a moment ago, and hopefully you didn't hear that. Um, but hopefully it won't knock us off the bear. So All right. Well, if by chance, stay away. <laughs> if by chance something happens, I wanted you to know that we are having a thunderstorm and something, you know, could happen, but hopefully it won't. So All right. Well, let's, let's bring up Suzette and say let's a little prayer that thunderstorm stays yeah. at bay. And carry on. Here we go. All right. Let's bring up our Suzette Amaya. Thanks for calling in, babe. How are you? Hey, guys. How's it going? I have no voice left, but, oh, my God, I'm feeling Uh great. (laughs) Yay, Suzette. You're sounding a little bit like me. We got that sexy, raspy thing going on. Yes, super sexy, raspy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What an amazing weekend. I know. Well, thank you so much for coming on after we've had ourselves uh, a long weekend and definitely traveled a lot between yesterday and today. So um, hopefully you're all settled in and ready to talk about um, what happened this weekend and also get into Big Brother Canada. But I figured why not start off with Reality Valley? So Talk a little bit about it. I mean, it was just an absolutely amazing event. What's what's your uh, synopsis of how the weekend went? Oh, my gosh. It was magical, you know? Like, I, I was listening a minute ago, and Michelle, I don't know how – you have an amazing memory uh, for memorizing memorizing, knowing <laughs> all the people that you met. Like, the, we met so many incredible people and so many great – great stories about people's experience on their own shows like I really enjoyed hanging out with the naked and afraid people you know like makes Big Brother and Survivor seem like you know an easy ride compared to what those guys go through and uh, hearing how they survived in those extreme temperatures and living off basically nothing or exotic insects and, and reptiles and then you know just like all the chefs and there was a lot of new people this year which was really exciting so you really had to get out and socialize with people and then you know the fundraising and the efforts and the and it was i I really enjoyed like we were talking earlier um sunday you know she shared her her journey um having uh, being a survivor of breast cancer and then going on survivor and her her story was really touching as well, so it just gave that extra special, like, hey, it's one of us is here, and one of our, our own um, has has become a survivor. And then 
the race. You know, last year I was in an accident, so I didn't do the race. And this year I was figured I was going to challenge my show, um, myself. So I want to give a shout-out to also to my team. I raced with uh, Shout Tag from Temecula. You know, the guys that I ran with were Marines. They were bodybuilders. They were incredible. They were so nice. And we placed 31. And I, was, I felt like a personal, like, victory because, you know, um, I'm not the, in the greatest shape, but it was all in good fun, and we had a, and a great time. And, and then, you know, reuniting with you, Michelle, and Christina, yes, and Etsy, oh, my God, like, it was so exciting to see everybody, you know? Like, and I'm a super fan of Survivor for um, meeting um, Adam, and I think he had to run away from me a few times because I was pretty, like, all over him. And, uh, you know, it was great. It was just an incredible weekend. Well, I know I heard this a few times when Suzette was running with her team, and she kept saying, hey, boys, hey, boys, <laughs> yeah. come give us hugs. Hey, boys, we did such a good job on that comp. Hey, boys. Yeah, I'm like, bring it in, boys, like team hug. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. That must have been awesome because was this your first time running the race? No, uh, this was my my third time running the race. Um, oh, nice. I've been on other teams, but the the, te- the one team I was in was a female team and then a big brother team. So this was kind of cool because I was like, I had a lot of anxiety before I was going there to be in the race after, you know, having an accident and being immobile for a year. And then, like, as soon as I found out I was with this team, a shout tag, we were called the uh, Tyrannous Lizards, the Tyrant Lizards. Um, I went to the gym, like, every day. And even if I just went on the treadmill or the bike or lifting weights, I really didn't want to disappoint them. So even when we went to the 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 um, the winery, like, I would have loved to have wine, but I wanted to be in top shape or at least a me- good mental condition for the race because I know that, People work really hard to fundraise to have the reality stars with them on their team, and they really loved it. Like, they really enjoyed it, and it's cool to see that, you know, like yourself, a lot of people, you know, they're part, they, they support the charities, and then they get to be, they pick you personally. So, you know, that's it makes it more personal to the community members. Absolutely. I mean, it was a lot of fun. We got to interact with a lot of the locals, and there was tons of fans there. We did a lot of autograph signing. And Cherry Pie, I just want to let you know that I got something special for you. So I was yes. able to get one of the Reality Valley books, and I was able to get um, them to sign it all for you, for everything that you do for me. And just Manic Monday and the Rad Reality Show, you just put so much effort and time and so um, I wanted to do something special for you. So I'm going to be sending it your way um, as soon as I get settled in. So I'm going to be sending that probably up not tomorrow, the day after. So yay. Thank you, Terry, for everything you do. Thank you so much. And, you know, the yeah, cool yeah. Awesome, Michelle. a lot of the stars knew it was for you, Terry. They all, they all knew Aww. it was very special. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, because everybody was like, "Oh, Cherry, the, yeah, the, from your your show." I was like, "Yeah," they're like, "Oh, this is awesome." So, um, I'll be sending that your way. So, um, it was such a great event, and like I said um, earlier, we're definitely gonna have Jillian come on so that you guys know what the um, how the ending outcome came 
Um, but just another wonderful event. Once again, thanking all the volunteers, the sponsors, all the reality stars that took time out of their lives, their jobs, whatever they had going on to come and just spend an absolutely amazing weekend and um, have fun for fun. So I think we uh, had another, yeah, exactly, another fabulous year. And uh, next year we'll make it the eighth annual. So I know they're already starting. Even though it stopped yesterday, they're already starting right now. And I also want to say congratulations to a group called the Three Amigos. And the Three Amigos by themselves raised almost $17,000. Wow. That was okay. amazing. Yeah. They're That's incredible. In, yeah, they're an inspirational team. Um, they go up there and they tell us, you know, that what they do and it's just absolutely amazing. And E. J. Snyder, um, he just by himself raised eight thousand dollars. So congrats. Congrats to everybody who raised money because what we say here is every dollar counts. And it sure yeah. does. Yeah. So you see what how the money is used. So it's it's not just sending money and you don't know where it was going. It's really going to help women um, with these amazing services um, and and support their families and, and offer education as well as treatment. Oh yeah, I mean we got to see the facility. They they t- they talk about every room, every inch of that facility they talked about. So. Um, give a shout out to Michelle's place too. So it was such a wonderful time. Make sure you guys go either to my page, to Suzette page, or to any other reality star and check out the pictures. Um, they've been streaming in. Um, my phone can't stop being notified that there's just another pick out there. So go check them out. They were absolutely amazing, and they keep coming. So. And you know, people right. can still donate. People can still support Michelle or Suzette or or any of the stars um, because they're 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 going to keep the donations um, open open until the end of the month. Yes, yes, good point. All right, so um, you guys know it's www.realityrally.com. Go to Reality Star Lineup, and you can go and scroll and pick your favorite reality star and. Give them a dollar, two dollars, whatever. If you want to give one to everyone, then you can do that. All right. So um, that is our Reality Rally segment. And now we're going to talk about Big Brother Canada 5. Suzette, (laughs) we're going to talk about the sad thing now. Let's get that out of the way. So unfortunately, uh, Rewind Week came to an end on Thursday. And unfortunately... Another one bites the dust, another vet bites the dust, and it's a sad, sad day. It was a sad day. But your Gary got evicted. What the heck? Demetrius didn't think about his game. What was going on? I don't know what these people are doing. I mean, they are thinking about their game, but they're not. Because Gary is a great number to take down the six, and that wasn't even in consideration. I think people are scared to make some moves. And Gary would have been okay. He, he's great at comps. He was a number. He wouldn't turn on the on the underdogs, you know what I mean, because he is an underdog. And it's just really unfortunate that he was out, you know what I mean. But, you know, William wants to stay with Dre, and, and maybe those maybe it's their time. Maybe it's time for the newbies to make some real moves. Well, 
you know, we obviously know who the HOH is, and so we'll talk about that in a minute. But I want to go a little bit back on Gary. Um, first off, class act, left with a, you know, class. Um, he really was pretty blunt with the speech, and I think that it was pretty right on point. I mean, uh, Dimitri did promise him on that couch that he said that he would keep him safe if he was HOH. So in that point, do you think that that made anybody in the house, you know, put Demetrius in a little, you know, corner like, oh, he, we can't trust him. Do you think that the speech affected anybody in the house, or do you think that people just kind of figured that, you know, he would say somebody say, say something like that and kind of let it roll off their shoulders? I think they're probably just doing it just to kind of like, yeah, put, I like like they probably are putting him in the corner, kind of, you know, are you with us or are you not? You know, we, I think they're definitely, you know, they're putting them in a difficult position, but you know you can see that Ika and Dimitri are already thinking of, hey, we got to make, we've got to pick a side, and we got to think about our own game right now. Yeah, and I think that they should have done it now because, you know, they're losing the numbers of people that have their back, you know, and that keeping that, you know, even though they're part of the six, they're at the bottom of the six. They're Eventually, the someone's going to have to make a move. <laughs> Right? They're already already going to turn on them already because, as you can see, Nada doesn't trust Ika, and Ika doesn't trust Nada. So it's it's kind of like there's already divisions happening, and we've seen that in one of the episodes earlier where Nada was like, what, you didn't vote with us? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, Nada would be like, yo, well, I, I, you do what you want to do, I'll do what I want to do. So she was, she's kind of already putting it out there that she's, not clearly in line with the ideas of the six. Yeah, I mean, we know that Aika, um, she definitely has a mind of her own, and she will do what she wants to do. It's just a matter of, at this point, uh, Suzette and Cherry, who's going to strike first, right? So they're going to have to strike first because, uh, you know, this net of safety is going to be coming up soon, where she's not going to be safe anymore, but if she still has the numbers you know, she'll still be able to make it. So they got to minimize the numbers on her side so that, you know, if they do want to make a move as soon as she's done safety, that they can and that there's not the numbers on their, on, on Netta's side, right? Yes, that's right. I mean, now's the time where you got to kind of figure – I mean, it seems like there's kind of like three sides, you know, because they got Dylan and Emily in the middle, you got the six on one side, then you got Dimitri and Dre and William on the other. So – you know, I think that it's gonna get, it's gonna get kind of dramatic real quick because eventually you're starting to already see the six turn on each other. Yes, we we definitely seen that, um, and we'll definitely talk about that because you know that's some of the stuff that's we're definitely gonna be chatting about. Um, it's all over the social media, and you know how what they have to say. They always bring out what's happening. So um, I just want to do one more talk about Gary. What do you think about the speeches? I was, like, kind of, like, sad and crying. I, I felt, you know, especially Ika's, which she didn't really say much, but she just cried because she, like, knew that probably that wasn't the right thing to do, personally yeah. and game-wise, but um, it seemed like it nice affected him. He's such a nice guy, you know, and he, when, even when they were doing the the slot cookies, you know, we've seen a lot of cattiness. People are being kind of mean to him. Um, Netta was sort of the ringleader. I mean, Gary did make a comment that probably made Netta react, right? Um, 
And that was really hard for me to watch as a personal friend, as someone that I played with him, because I know what it was like, because I experienced a little bit of that in the house, too. There's times when people are strategically doing that, and then there's times when people are just mean, and it's sort of pretty borderline mean how they're treating him. I mean, he's going to go. You're wanting him to go. He's already on the block. Like, it was kind of like kicking him when he was down. So when he left, you know, I could... it, it wasn't the same experience as before when we were on it together, right? And um, yeah, it's just hard to see that this this season is is kind of a is kind of getting a bit catty. It is, and it doesn't seem like it stops at Gary. It seems no. like you know that it's as we've seen on the eviction show. Um, what happened with Cindy? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more to it than that. So if you watch the feeds you will be able to get more of the story, but really when it comes down to is that, you know, Cindy um, was having fun, you know, with the girls, and, you know, they were putting buns up in their hair, and I guess her bun wasn't good enough or whatever, and so it was take a crack at Cindy time, and anybody who walked by Cindy, you know, uh, had to say something mean about her, and you know, it's horrible. Some people say it's all in fun. Oh, it was funny, but really, who? How was it funny? Because Cindy was crying and she was affected by it. That was pretty bad, guys. I don't know. I didn't like it at all. Well, I mean, that was it's, mean. It's no, it's no mean, big secret. Yeah. I don't. Do they not know? Which I doubt they don't know. But Cindy fundraised a lot of money for Reality Rally because she was intended to go this year, and she was doing um, like incentives for people to donate money like for every hundred dollars she would cut off an inch or something like that right and so she cut her hair off in support of breast cancer and that must have been really you know um, that shows a lot of commitment and I know she loved her hair and uh, but she was doing this for a great cause and she generated a lot of money f- for the cause so when she went on the show, it's not like she's, you know, she's doing her hair in a bun and it's not working out the way, you know, you know, because she's got shorter hair. Uh, to me, that's just mean. Like, what's the purpose? There's no absolute purpose. It's not fun. And she's recently cut her hair for breast cancer. Like, hello, what's wrong with you people? Yeah, I don't understand. It was mean like, and uncalled what was for. The point? Yeah. yeah, I mean... Why Why would you, okay, if you're having fun and you're sitting around and the girls are putting buns up in the hair, ha, 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 you, you know, you didn't get a little sprawling wave or whatever you call it, you know, but I thought her bun was cute. I was like, oh, it's cute. But, okay, you're having fun, but why would you get everybody else involved? Do you think that that was games, like, wise, like, Netta thinking, you know, well, let's get everybody, you know, to say something mean so that, you know, I can bring it back to her and be like, oh, you remember when they said this, that, and the other, so that she wasn't the only one being, you know, singled out as saying something to her or, you know, being the nasty one at that moment, you know. Um, maybe Netta thought it was fun, but I don't I don't think there was anything funny about it, and I don't think it was right to get the other houses involved. And why did they get involved is the question I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you think like, are they afraid? Are they trying to fit in? Are they? It's like that gang mentality, right? And there are things that happen in the game where, you know, it's strategic, or you're doing something, or or you're just bored, right? But there, there's times when actually people—that's their personality. I mean, 
the, people have asked me how I felt about Netta, and I, and I know that there's lots of things being said about her on social media. But really, like, I can't honestly say that her behavior in the house is any different than her behavior in real life. Like, I'm just being yeah. honest. Right? And so the things that people are seeing for the first time is kind of like the kinds of behaviors I've seen since I've met her. Right? We're just seeing people are just seeing that now, you know. And and that and you know that's kind of hard for me to say, but you know, um, that kind of stuff. If that's entertainment for her, well, that just shows, you know, she'll have a lot of explaining to do, you know. Maybe some friendships, they do a little bit of teasing now and again, but it really hurt her feelings, you know. She was really upset. She was crying. She's not going to do that in front of everybody, and she's not. I mean, what do you do in those situations, right? What do you do? Yeah. You, you, what do you do is right. I mean, um, she didn't want people to see that affected her, um, but, I mean, she was affected by it, and she had what anybody normally normal would have, you know, felt, you know, I wouldn't want that to be done to me. I would feel so lonely and feel like, you know, horrible. And, you know, that's the last thing you want to do, especially coming from your own alliance, you know, your own um, side or your your actual friends outside the house. And, you know, I, it seems like, you know, Ned has got like kind of like a, which was said a lot, like a mind control, Ika, I think, said it. Like she just controls their mind, and they kind of just go and do what she does, you know, and instead of, like, you know, standing their ground and saying no or saying nothing at all, they kind of fall for her ways of what well, she's trying to Well, are you going to understand, to too, like, if any of these people, the newbies, watch Big Brother, which I think a majority of them are, so I think, I think there's only a few of them that haven't been, you know, big watchers, right? But they probably, in the back of their mind, they know that Netta's, like, best friends with, like, John and, and some of the the previous players in the house. Like, let's be honest, let's be real. If you're a super Big Brother fan, you know prior to this season, Netta was an iconic player. She plays a strategic game. Um, she did very well on her season. And, and um, she has a lot of really solid relationships with past house guests. So if you're playing the game now, the, yeah, maybe there are times when you just want to you want to be accepted, and and you want to you want to be accepted by Netta, and you probably may fangirl a little bit, right? So people are gonna follow her. They're not gonna want to go against her because they're probably thinking, oh my God, she's friends with all these amazing people in the Big Brother house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, well, they think probably sort of consideration. It's not me. It's not me that she's coming after, so as long as it's not me, I'm just going to join the crew and, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's what I would think. You know, that's kind of basic know. basic logic that I'm coming up with. Um, if, if, she was, if she was never on the show and she's being the person she is now, I think the behaviors would be different. I don't think people would be following, you know, um, following her actions. But I think, I think for that factor, that may be it. Yeah. Um, Michelle, let's continue. Yes, Cherry. Not to change the subject, but last week, do you remember the caller Jay uh, who called in with a survivor question? Yes. While well, he's back on the switchboard, and he'd like to talk to you about Survivor again. Ooh. Okay. Well, let's let's I guess get back to that subject. But while we have him on, we can talk a couple minutes about it. Um, so let's bring him up. 
Okay, we have Jay. How are you, Jay? The queen is dead, man. The queen is dead. (laughs) Oh, my my goodness. I know, Jay. I know. Yeah, I, I mean, like, wasn't that uh, one of the most heartbreaking travels you ever seen? I mean, no. I was like, is this really going to happen? Like, I didn't know what was happening because I was like, ooh, is this just a really good edit to kind of make it feel like Ty's going and Ty didn't bring his idols? And, like, is he going to leave with two idols? Like, it can't be possible. And so, you know, I it's, it's like a double – Ed sword for me like I was kind of like wanting to see her play a little bit more because she's just so good but I'm like you know she had to go I mean it was her time she had to go because she just plays the game so good I mean too good the too tribal good. councils this season Suzette you're watching Survivor right yeah, but I didn't watch the last episode, so I'm kind of listening, but oh, not listening. Oh, 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 Suzette, <laughs> by the way, uh, uh, Suzette, you picked up the phone call, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that was Sherry. No, no was she me. picked up the That was like in the her. first season when I became HOH, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the one that made you win HOH, yeah. yeah. Yo. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a pleasure to speak to both of you guys. Thank you. Yes, you too. Well, Jay, can I just say one thing, which is funny that you brought that up. Um, so we're all hanging out by the pool um, during the downtime at Reality Rally. And um, so we're all hanging out. It's me, Johnny, Figgy, Sunday, I think at that point Sunday left, Brittany Blair, um, her boyfriend, and we're just all hanging out. And Suzette's like, oh, my God, there's a phone over there. I'm going to go order food, right? <laughs> so she goes over to the phone, and she's on the phone, and Johnny looks at her and goes, oh, my God, did you just answer the phone? Did you just get HOH? And it was the funniest moment there. We that was were great. I love, I love that. I got triggered. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's an awesome joke. I love that joke. <laughs> It was so funny. You guys had to be there because we were just bugging out. Johnny was having like a flashback. He was like, oh, my God. Suzette just got HOH and she got a turkey and ham sandwich. It was crazy. Yes. <laughs> so, so, oh, okay. All right. Can we can we do a little game, though? All right. I'm going to name three people that are going to win Survivor. And, and you tell me negative or wrong. My first pick is Culpepper. To to win Survivor? Yeah. Yeah. Culpepper. Okay. okay. Uh, do you like that pick or not? I don't think he's going. I don't know. For some reason, I, I think he his name has been thrown out a lot. Um, I don't think he has a lot of built-up relationships at this point right now. Um, it doesn't mean anything because really what matters is when you get submerged. So I'm think, thinking that's going to happen in the next couple of shows. Um, but I don't I don't know if he's going to make top three. What do you think about Cole Peppers, Suzette? Oh yeah, I, I'm not I, I'm I'm not that far into it right now. I I still have a lot more studying to do on this because it was like the last uh, couple of episodes. Ma- 
I think oh, he's doing an extremely good job this year. His season this really year good. is like, completely different than his last season. Yes. He's doing extremely Mikha- well. So I like your pick. So go ahead. Yeah. Michaela? Yeah, I like Michaela. Yeah. I love I like Michaela, Michaela too. Yeah. And so I found out like a lot from Figgy, you know, of like I guess like from her season and um you know, I guess like she is playing a lot different now than she did on that season, but I guess like, you know, the part of not helping out in the camp and um not really participating in helping like collect coconuts or um, you know, grabbing wood and kind of walking up to people like, oh, can I get a piece of that coconut? And they're like, you know, go get your own coconut. We went and got our coconuts, you know. So I think that she's changed up her game a little bit um, so that she's more um, maybe helpful around the camp. But I still think that she has a little bit of lack of participating in, in getting stuff, you know, for, and, uh, for the he, camp he, to he, stay alive. Here's my she's wild card pick. She's young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ty. I like Ty. I do. I mean, oh, I think I he made Ty. a super move getting Caleb out so early, but I like Ty. And that guy, can you guys believe what he just finds? Like, they just land on him, these idols. Isn't it amazing <laughs> watching him play the game? It is. He's a good, and he's a good guy, too. Like he's You know, really, you know who he, he reminds me of? Uh. Ian, when when he beat Dan and Big Brother Eleven, what Big Brother Eleven or Twelve? Uh, it was. That reminds me a little bit of Ian, like that really just kind of quiet guy hangs in the shadows. Yeah, yeah, it just hangs in the shadows and everybody. But the difference is he can't talk though. He can't. Like, right at the end of the day, with him and a jury. He's not going to be able to articulate his words, you know. And he's not very strategic. He can be led. He can be led astray from his own his own strategy game. very easily. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I don't. I don't I like know about Ty, Ty. though. I love I him as a believe, person. I can't love believe the queen person. died, though. I can't believe the queen yeah. died. That broke my heart, man. <laughs> Well, I mean, we we knew eventually it was going to happen because she was just very assured that she was going to make it to the end, and she didn't keep it back from anybody. She was pretty vocal about it. I mean, blatantly vocal about how good she is and what she was doing and all that stuff, you know, that, you know, the comments that she makes at Tribal Council that, you know, you can only do that so much in a game full of game changers. And, you know, they finally went through with it. And, you know, it was it was one of those, hey, like I said, things. It was sad to see her go, but, you know, it was her time. Can, can I ask you this? Um, if you would have been in the house with Evil Dick, how do you think you would have... Uh... Panned out. Um, well, you know, actually, me and Evil did get along really, really well. Um, um, we, I, I, you know, I can't really say that because, you know. No, I do too. Because I'm, I'm friends with him on Twitter. Yeah. I think it'd yeah, be really hard. Like, 
he he he's a gamer, so he would push everyone's buttons, even if he liked you or didn't like you. You know, like I mean, when I got up, when I was on the Big Brother Canada house, he was calling me Shamu and like bullying me. And then when I got out of the house, he continued to like harass me. And really? Was, yeah, and then he was doing this. Um, doing this event for charity for young kids and, and I think it was like on like depression and suicide or something. I said, you know what? You really should think about how you treat people there, evil dick, because, you know, you are working, you are at charities helping young people who deal with depression and things like that. And, you know, you're, you're cyberbullying me over weight, over body shaming me, right? And, you know, and he said, no, no, I'm sorry. And he really apologized. And I think because when he watches games the every season, he has something to say about everybody, right? But then you know what he said to me? He said I reminded him of his daughter, uh, just the way I was, and that wow, that, we got along so amazing. We talk a lot. I've been on this show a few times, and he's really got a really kind, loving heart. It's just yeah, you does. know when his brand is evil dick, and he 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 he's. He'll tell the things like it is, but he really would be a, a great player to play with. Oh, yeah, I'd love to play with him because, you know, you just can't let that stuff bother you because it, it is – evil dick is evil dick, you know. It's, it, it is what it is. He's not sugarcoating it. And if, you know, you, like Suzette, stood up for herself and said, you know, that's not – you know, you shouldn't say that, you shouldn't do this, you know, but didn't come at him in, like, a negative regards – was kind of just pointing out, you know, like what you're saying is not right, and he apologized. You know, I think if you come at him like a just a normal conversation and let him know what's up, he's fine. You know, it's you know, well, there, there's more, there's more to it than that too. Though, I mean, this is a dude that stood eight hours on a on a final tournament. You know what I mean? On a final elimination. Um. Like, yeah, he was really good at the game. I mean, he deserved to win. I mean, it was he's great TV. Uh, he's good at comps. He tells it like it is. And how good was um? Around. How how was it being <laughs> with Eric in the house? Eric who? No, I'm sorry. I mean, how good was Eric though that season? America's player. Oh, oh, Eric Stein. Oh, if yeah. he didn't have America's player and he could have done his own game, he would have won. He would have, he would have won. Far. Oh, yeah. He would have won. You know, America's player kind of, you know, you know, screwed up his game. So I'd like to see him go back and not have the, you know, that was the first time really the America's player. So they were having him do all sorts of crazy stuff, you know, that you really can't explain yourself out of and, you know, votes. That you know, you you were a great player too. Don't get it out of your system. You were a great player. Oh, I don't get out of my system. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> you were a great player. Thank me. you so much, Jason. Thank you. Well, Jason, thank you so much for calling. And, 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 and Su- about... Suzette was a great. Suzette, you you yes. were good in your own right too. You know thank what I mean? You. I'm a good character. Yes, you Yes, you were, girl. You were great. <laughs> you were great. Don't don't get it twisted. Ew. You were great. Yeah. 
I, well, I, Jason, once I again, mean, thank you so much, honey. We got to get back to talking about Big Brother Canada because we only have a little bit of time left. Of course, of course. Uh, can I say one last thing? Sure. Yeah. My my last. All right. So my survivor pick, Cole Pepper. Oh, is it Cole Pepper? Yeah, you think he's gonna make it all the way? I think so. Well, only time would tell. We're still, uh, we're still early on. You know, we still got teams that don't emerge yet. So, we'll see what happens. So, uh, stay tuned for that, Jason. We'll have to see if uh, Cole Pepper takes the win. We, we that's out of our hands. I guess it's going to be um, the um, players that were taken out. They get the pick, and we'll see what type of relationship he has with them. So, all right, we're going to hold it to him. We're going to put it on his little report here, Cole Pepper. All right. Well, you have a great night, Jay. Thank you for calling in. We'll yeah, talk to you nice soon, all right? All right. Thanks, man. I think, You're and thank you for having me on the show. Oh, no problem, babe. Thank you. Can, can you guys just put me on mute? Yeah, sure. Sure. Can you just put him on mute, please, so we can listen to the rest of the show? Awesome. All right. Well, we definitely were talking about Survivor. Um and we did talk about the queen leaving, so you better catch up on that, Suzette, and see what yeah, went down because it was time, good stuff. Time. Are you are you guys able to watch it live in Canada, or do you guys have to? Oh do yeah, like we can we watch do? it live, but I I'm usually I I'm a binge watcher on Survivor. I could, I I like to save my mornings and watch like two three episodes at once, you know, and have my tea and relax, you know. So yeah. All right. I wasn't sure if you guys had to jump through hoops like we have to to watch. Nope. The things in Canada. So, all right. Well, let's go back to what we were talking about. Um, we were talking about um, Netta. So, we did see um, our girl Cassandra come back, sort of come back. Um, and boy, did you see, especially Netta's face, because they thought that she was going to come back. Weren't you kind of hoping, like, please, 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 oh, yeah, know, we know that she was out here in the world. Let her in that house right now just to stir things up. Like, you know how sometimes they'll go, oh, the first five evicted have a chance. One of you can come back in. I think they did that uh, with Cindy or something. And I was like, oh, can they just do that? You know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, something, there is a lot of strong alpha females, uh, but Cass is a strategic player, and she's there to play a game. And I would have loved to see her be a wrecking ball in that house. Oh my God! Yeah, I have to, to have her go back, just because of the faces of uh, a lot of people in that house, and um, it would have been it would have been everything just to oh, to be a fly in that wall if she did come back. It's not out of my mind or out of sight. You never know; they could do something different where they still do bring back the evicted. It's just that the evicted got to actually see what was going on in the house, and they yeah. still get to go back in, kind of thing. You just never know. You never, you never know. Never, no, uh-huh. nope. But we also saw um, Mark and Dallas uh, were a part of the HOH comp, which reminded me of the comp that I won, which was uh, waking you up with different messages throughout the night. Um, and so that probably much, that can affect somebody because, you know, you're waking them up in their sleep. You know, did you guys have a comp like that in, in your season where they would, you know, put a call through the house or do something um, where you have to watch a video um, in your season, Suzette? 
Um, well, anything that was kind of memory like that, I remember we were just kind of hanging around, and it was, and that's the, it was like St. Patrick's Day, and they had a, a band march through the whole yard, and then they left, and we're like, what just happened? And for me, I was really watching it and counting the times, and I knew, like, they'll go, oh, what was this person wearing? What was that person wearing? You know, that kind of thing. And, uh... You know, those kind of memory games, you know, they mess you up because you're kind of in the moment shocked, but then you've got to realize you got to remember stuff, right? But, no, we didn't get anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, that's how I won my season. Um, uh, well, my HOH was the phone calls every 30 minutes all night long, and I memorized <laughs> every single phone call and won HOH of my unitod. So I loved that. Uh, part of the HOH So you know that happened You know a lot of them were sleeping Tired you know eye boogers in their eyes And you know hopefully they thought To remember to check For details but we Once we saw Gary leave uh, By Demetrius's Vote they went right into the HOH comp okay so let's Start talking about that All right, So they did the HOH comp you know um, We saw people fall but um, you know, get the answer wrong, and they're out. Well, one thing that I did notice, could hear, I think we all did, um, is how excited the crowd was when Netta knocked herself out. Did you happen to hear how extremely loud the crowd was hearing? I heard, I heard people were talking about that, yeah. I mean, right now she's just not getting the love that she used to get when prior to this season, you know, in the beginning of the season, she had a huge fan base, and that's why she's safe, right? Um, but as the season is going on, either we can't read her mind. Um, is this her strategy, her behaviors, where she's kind of, you know, rolled her eyes or laughed at people? Um, the general public's just not happy with her, right? And so she, 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 she might be getting, you know some disappointing comments and people not really caring for her and she's losing her fans. And so maybe it's a bit of a wake-up call, but reading the Twitter feeds today, I don't think it's really made too much of a difference in in how she's coming off. Yeah, so question for you. You know, I, I know how it's set up the American version. Like, we can hear the crowd cheer, we can hear the crowd, you know, whatever. Can you guys hear the crowds? Like, oh yeah, on hear? my season. Okay. Um, oh, and I think we're we're like Big Brother UK, right? Like the studio audience is really just like one door away, you know, uh, just like you guys. Uh, but our 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 studio audience is very vocal, and um, when they you can hear them hype up the crowd, like, what do you think of this house guest? Like, as as we're kind of during commercial break, and you would hear like. What do you think of Tom and the whole, you can hear the whole crowd go, oh, what do you think of Liza? And you can hear a mixed cheers. Then you're like, what do you think of Suzanne? And the whole crowd go, yeah. And everyone would look at you and be like, oh, shit, like that's a target on my back. Thanks. You know what I mean? And so you could tell by the, the gauges of the audience because you can hear your name and you can hear the crowd. And that was that was kind of, I felt that was a little detrimental to my game because at that moment, we everyone realized, oh, this is a Big Brother UK game. And usually in Big Brother UK, they, they, if 
they will vote who stays and who goes. And so people were thinking it was going to be kind of mixed. And I know I had conversations with Gary about it and Peter and Alec. So when the crowd was loving me and, and not liking other people, it does change the game because any information in the outside world is so valuable uh, in Huge, how you yeah. Yeah, it's huge to be able to know what the what the perception of the viewing audience is. Well, and you thinking, change your you know? strategy a little bit, you know. You change your behaviors, you change your strategy, right? You kind of think, oh man, like how am I coming off? Like what 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 am I doing right or what am I doing wrong? Like any kind of information is so important. And so when that happened, you know, I think that kind of encouraged people to say, hey, you know, maybe she. She isn't playing the best game right now, and we need to really think maybe it is time to get her out as her safety comes to a close. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really get to see, like, the faces of the others to see if, like, anybody kind of, like, you know, looked at each other because, you know, obviously some were still competing, but we didn't see the people that were sitting. So wasn't quite sure what the reaction of the house guests were, but it was really, really, like, it stuck out, you know, how kind of you could tell what the audience was thinking. Um, so it came down to um, a, uh, well, they they went through all the questions, and so they had to pick up the board, Suzette, pick up the board, mm-hmm. and they had to write down how many revolutions did um, the um, HOH from last week, how many times did it spin? And um, whoever got the closest wins. Um, it was funny because I I don't know if it was Emily or Jackie or, you know, it was one of the girls, but they said like 17 revolutions. I was like, I wasn't even there, and I know it was more than 17 revolutions, but I don't know if that was a strategy because, you know, if you go over, you, you're you're not right. So maybe she was thinking people were going to put a high number, and if she stayed low, that she could win it, but it was extremely low number, but obviously she didn't win it. Do you remember who it was? Was it Emily or Jackie? I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember because I didn't quite watch that part. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, well, did you watch... I think we were getting ready for Reality Rally, and I completely skipped, like, the Wednesday, Thursday, so I'm living off feeds right now. Yeah, I actually was able to watch it um, a little while ago. Um, I popped it up on YouTube and watched the episode. But uh, so we saw that William won, and I'm kind of excited. I was yes, kind of, he's playing a good game. Was. Like he's definitely a force to be reckoned with. Like you can see throughout the season that he's competitive, and and he's actually pretty cute in the DRs, right? And he's super likable, and he's playing a uh, like well, he's had a little bit of a showman with Kevin, right? So he's kind of a likable guy within the house as well. So, you know, he's one of those guys you can't get angry at or mad at, and that's a good personality trait to have, especially when you're in the house. Right? Yeah. He's going to so be the one I, to make some big moves. Yeah, exactly. I think I even said that to you. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm excited to know that William won because I feel like he could be the one to start making these big moves. And so, obviously, I'm sure everybody out there, is, you know, knows the spoilers, but we're going to do spoilers, so if you don't want to hear Stick your fingers in your ear and go la 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 la. Um, so I was like anybody but Dylan and Emily because that's just you know not making a big move. And unfortunately, he picked Dylan and Emily. 
Yeah, what you did, know, I you think, think when we were reality rally, there was so many rumors like, oh, he put Dylan and Kevin, I mean, Dylan and um, Bruno up. I was like, that's a great choice because then you could backdoor Kevin or make a bigger move. But Emily and Dylan, I mean, duh, that's tough, right? I know that we got a spoiler coming up after we think about this, but, you know, yeah. um, why, why, if there's six on one side and you're part of the six, you're not, uh, um, you're not part of the six. Why don't you get someone out from that side, you know? Yeah. Um, but the way that he played his, that he played it seems like more of a, as an individual and not so much as an alliance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because maybe he's such a likable guy. Who's going after him? Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So that was like safe for him to choose. That's a safe for people. him, but not so much for his side. Like yeah, who's I his side? You. you know what I mean? I agree with you. They don't um, really. So, yeah. But um, if they were going to think of numbers, he he's also doing Damika a favor by putting them up as well, right? That kind of yeah. gives extra assurance because he, as you know, Ika was like kind of freaking out. Because even her own her own alliance is not even hadn't even thought of putting up Dylan and Emily, and that was pissing her off quite a bit. So by putting by William putting up, it kind of shows, hey, you know what? Like I'm not I can't go wrong with the six because I'm putting up these two guys, and I can't go wrong with Icon and Demetrius because I'm putting them up. So that was good for his personal game. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, we're going to be doing spoilers. So the veto comp was played, and they kind of were talking about this before the veto comp was played, Suzette, that yeah. they might want to do a backdoor so that if one of them won, they would take down Emily. And they were talking about putting up, like, Bruno, I think was their number one, maybe Kevin, but I think William, you know, obviously uh, would put up Bruno before Kevin because they have, you know, some sort of a relationship, um, alliance, whatever you want to call it, in the house. Um, what do you think when they started talking about backdooring, you think that that was a good idea if it were, if they were able to, to do it to get out Bruno? Uh, yeah, I think they would, anyone from that, I mean, we already know who won the veto, uh, but if yeah. they had an opportunity to backdoor anyone, I mean, I would, I would probably take out Kevin, but that wasn't going to happen because he's in a relationship, but still probably Bruno, that would be the next best choice for sure. Yeah, so they did They did think about it. They were, you know, running the scenarios. And then once Kevin won the veto, so Kevin won the veto, everybody, uh, that changed it, um, obviously. It's going to be more difficult for Kevin to use the veto. But in the same aspect, Suzette, I mean, maybe you could talk a little bit more about this because if you're watching the feeds and the social media aspect of it, I have it really I know that they were working on Kevin to use the veto um, and they were talking about you know do not let anybody know that they're going to backdoor Bruno because obviously Kevin wouldn't use it but can you talk a little bit about how how is that going is is it definitely I don't know I think that you know I'm 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 seeing like all the YouTube videos of like you know the the cuddle match that's happening between Kevin and and 
and William, you know, and there's definitely some physical work going on to make him sway his decision, but I don't think it's going to work because it's such a huge risk for Kevin to to use it because if he uses it, it's it's anyone's thought who William's going to put up, and I know, I'm sure he would put up someone on their side, but Kevin doesn't want to risk that right now. Yeah, I don't think, uh, you know, that he would want to open up a spot for at somebody at, for somebody possibly from his side to go into the seat. Um, and, you know, that would probably ruin his spot in the alliance, and it's just not a good move for Kevin to do. So, uh, you know, not watching the feeds or anything like that, I'm going to say safe bet is that Kevin is not going to use the um, veto. Um, so is it safe to say that you do, is the house right now talking about, obviously the person I think that they would be wanting to go out, it's Dylan, you know, he still is a, you know, he's a big guy, he wins competitions, you know, and I think it would be easy just for them just to get him out and we kind of would leave really what Emily mad. Okay. They can handle that. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, I think the guys are seeing that Dylan, Dylan. I mean, he's he's super sweet guy. I love that guy. Uh, I'm sure that some days he can kind of get a little angry in that. But you know, in the end, you wanna you wanna break up. Dylan can win competitions. I'm sure that Emily yeah. can too. Uh, but you want to get the physical threats out, and so they're definitely gonna they're gonna for sure probably send Dylan home. Like he's gone. Yeah. So. Dylan's probably going to go home, and it's not set in stone. But Arissa did say something. She said that it's going to be a double eviction next week. Yeah, and we. Um, when does jury start again? I think if it's a double eviction, oh, boy, well, we may see a vet go home for sure. Yeah, well, I think that it will be this double eviction, and then I think that it will make the following week jury, correct? I'm thinking, right? Yeah. Uh, well, Right now, there's four out, two more, six out, and I think that maybe possibly that could be a uh, jury start. Um, and we all know that double evictions, anything can happen. Well, usually nobody... double eviction is a classic blind side, so we may see that, right? You know, like someone has to pick someone now or, you know, um, it can happen. It could switch in heartbeat, so ooh, we'll see. Right yeah, now, you're not. Uh, Karen's in a good spot. She's been pretty quiet. She's not all over the feeds, and you know she's keep laying low and just hanging out, which is good for her game. But like, you can't see them big time targeting her. There's people that even even the six is like, oh, maybe we should get out Ika. Right? Like, there's so many names being thrown around right now, and I see that Ika and the Net have had a little bit of a clash, right? So. And then Cindy's besties with Netta. It's just kind of like all over the place. It's kind of a mess right now, actually. Which is perfect for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we want to see this. We want to see, even though it's already been epic and amazing, it can only get even better. And that's what I'm so excited about because now we're starting to get down. Now we're starting to get, you know, there's the alliances, but someone's got breaks. Who's going to be the one to do it, you know? Ike is going to be out of safety first, you know? Uh, I mean, out of safety soon. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how this double eviction goes down. You know, I really hope to see, you know, 
not um, an easy double eviction, you know, where, uh, where it's kind of, oh, you already know what's going to happen when you see who wins HOH, right? We want to see somebody win with HOH that you're going to be like, who are they going to put up? Oh, my God. Are they going to be able to communicate with their alliance? Or are they going to have to just do it, boom, boom, you know, without communicating as we see yeah, in the past? Yeah, I mean, I love uh, those. Those are pretty classic. Like, you have to decide now, like, let's do this. You know what I mean? I think it's yeah. going to be a very juicy week. Like, I'm looking forward to tonight's episode. Okay. Yes. And speaking of that, tonight's episode is going to be on at 9 o'clock, you guys. So make sure you're prepared for that. Um so really, at this point, um, you know, we we're just waiting patiently with our hands in the popcorn, waiting <laughs> to see when that big move is going to happen, and it's just going to happen at any second. Um, and I think the double eviction, you know, like think about it, like think about an Ica winning HOH, right? Oh, that would be amazing. It, I would love. I mean, I'm I'm Team Mica. I mean, I I do love. I, I mean, I love all of them. Um, but you know, I love. I could think she's just great entertainment. You know, and she's doing well. And I love Cindy, right? And uh, of course, we love our vets, right? Um, yeah, of course, I love all the vets. Uh, this has been just great television. I think they picked a really good cast for this, and and I and I'm and I'm just looking forward to see some more blowouts because you know even though you love them, it's it's great television. It really is, and every week we've had some kind of crazy thing happening that we talk about. Um, this is what we want the type of season to be. Um, it wasn't the cookie-cutter way that we thought it was going to be when we were first talking about it the first week before it even aired and we knew about, you know, the vets and the newbies coming in, and we kind of thought, okay, well, they're, they're going to stick together and then they're going to take each other out after they take the newbies out. But as we saw and we are seeing um, that that was exactly – it was opposite of what happened they started taking each other out right away. So, um, you know, the line is drawn. I want to see who jumps over that line and starts doing something crazy, even crazier than what's happening. So, Suzette, you prepared for the double eviction uh, on Thursday. Also, yeah. on Wednesday, there's going to be an episode at 9 o'clock. Thursday's evictions are at 8 p.m. And... Survivor is going to be on at Wednesday at 8 p.m. So uh, I know myself and Suzette have had ourselves a doozy of the past four days, and, you know, um, we need to kind of uh, relax for whatever time we can before Big Brother Canada starts. We need to regroup Yes. Um, because I well, next you. I'm week like I'll be really informed, you know. This, this weekend, I might have lost some brain cells, you know. My liver may have died a little. Um, but yeah. we had such a great time, and, and now it's time to really enjoy this week of, of Big Brother Canada. So we'll be well prepared next week. And I hope more people call in and ask questions, because I love talking about the show with other people as well. I know. I know, I know. We got some scaredy pants in the chat room, but they they got lots to say in the chat room. I mean, they are just dishing it. It's just we want to hear from you, and they they get nervous. We listen. Don't be nervous. No, no. Hey, I mean, it's, 
And we're like a family, and we all love the show. Like, I'm a super fan, too. And just because we were on the show, um, you know, I love discussing what's happening, you know. Sometimes I, I try to remove myself and say these people aren't my friends, and so I could talk about the game, um, you know, without any biases, right? And so right now there's just so much going on. It's really exciting. Well, you know, I'm going to definitely get uh, a special guest to join us, um, you know, a past alumni, um, to find out their views and what they think. Um, so we'll be figuring that out uh, by the end of the week, and we'll see who will be joining us through that. Ooh, so really, bring it on. Really get, <laughs> yeah, so we can really get Juicy uh, yeah. and see what their thoughts are because, I mean, at this point, I, there's so many people that are like, I want to call, I want to call in, I want to talk about this, I want to talk about that. So uh, I said, you know, let me have it just me being me and you, Suzette, because there was a lot of people that went and a lot of people that are exhausted today. So I want to do a little time. To we we the did brain, the race. We did the yes. traveling. I know that you had a long flight home. What time did you get home again? I got home around, like, one thirty today. So, today, um, like, that's a full PM. You did, like, a full, full day of traveling, like, I, I know, did. last night I got home at 2 a.m., and, you know, I, I don't know how you did, but I, we definitely needed a full day to just sleep. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't, I mean, I've been trying to, like, unpack and everything, and um, just doing, like, little things, trying to catch up on, you know, everything, you know, getting Mom Duke's going, you know, getting the house in order, you know, my dog was depressed, so I had to hang out with her for a little bit because she was all sad that I left, but she was all happy when I came. So I had to spread spread around my love to my mom and my dad and all that kind of stuff. So um, right now I'm going to catch up on a couple other things before the show. Got to get the, you know, yes. got to go back to work. Got to go back to life tomorrow. Yes. You know, big, big well, we will stuff. be talking next week, and I'll text you throughout the week. Yeah. And uh, so I've, I've got to get going. My daughter just had her had a little feeling, and so I think maybe the the freezing has worn off, and I can hear her crying in the next room. She wants her mommy. <laughs> well, of course. Uh-huh. Lisa, thank you for giving us your sizing up of Big Brother Canada. Yes. Five, which is. Amazing as usual. Thank you for joining us after a long weekend. We really appreciate it. Oh, I love you guys back. and I love you, Terry. You guys have a great day, okay? All right, love you guys. Okay, have a good one. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. So, um, lots to talk about next week with the double eviction cherry pie. Um, and I'll keep you guys updated on who's going to be our guest along with Suzette next week. I want you guys to all get yourselves prepared for uh, the show tonight. Go and get your get go get your life. Go get your sex. Go get your drink, your tea, whatever you need to do. Get everything in order so that you can be relaxed and ready to just watch Big Brother Canada or The Voice or whatever you're watching. All right, Cherry Pie, let's end the show unless you have something you want to add before we go. Just want to remind everybody, speaking of Survivor, that we will have our regular Survivor recap show with Mike Albright, Mike and the Mike, at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central on Thursdays. 
He always has a great guest, just like you do, um, usually a survivor alumni guest, to join him for recapping the episode that happens the night before we come on air and talk about it. So the Survivor episode airs on Wednesday nights, and we talk about it on Thursday nights. So join us. That, again, is at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central for Mike and the Mike. So make sure you're here for that on Thursday night. And then back here again on Monday night for Manic Mondays with Michelle Costa and her amazing guest as well. So everyone have a great week. We're going to close the show out with Ryan, as we always do. Take care, everyone, and remember to be kind to each other out there. Yes. No bullies like Netta. No bullies. (laughs) (laughs) Wear your ponytail proud. So here's Ryan to take us out for the night. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. bless you and thank you for listening to the show and it was a great one Michelle I just have one question I have to ask you before you go did you hear the cheers from the audience when Netta was eliminated from the HOH camp yeah I I, I mean I talked about that earlier I was wondering I would have liked to have seen the faces of the other house guests I know to see what their you know what they had thought of, that's why I asked Suzette, like, can you guys hear? Because I know, like, how our, is, our, our, like, the Big Brother U.S. is set up. Like, you can hear them laugh. You can hear them, you know, cheering or whatever. So, you know, I, I don't know if that was talked about in the house, but it was definitely interesting because, I, I mean, if people are in the house knowing about, you know, the history of Big Brother and everything, and, you know, the audience usually is a telltale sign of what's happening in the outside world, um, you know, because some people get scared, like they don't want to go get Canada, they don't want to get to the viewers. If they already picked her to be safe, that quite doesn't mean that they remain the same throughout the, the season. So um, it's curious to see if that was, um, if that if anybody in there noticed that and if that will, you know, affect anybody's um, game and moving on. Yeah, I mean, it was loud. And yeah. I think that there's a lot of people who've noticed, you know, her gameplay. She wasn't like this before. She wasn't this mean girl. And I don't know. It's well, sad. Sometimes, you know, like uh, having a power like that, you know, you kind of lose focus and think that you're safe in a lot of things that you do I mean I don't know I've never had that type of power or but I mean I also know that in the house you know um, things are also magnetized where you know if you were hanging out with your friends and stuff like you know but this is a house of people trying to play a game and win money 
Um, it's not like, you know, you're hanging out with your girlfriends, your bestest friends, and that you can um, make jokes like that, you know. So, um, I mean, it's not going to be the last thing, and it's not just, you know, it's not just Netta. I mean, there's a lot of people that do stuff, but I think that, you know, um, in in certain aspects, you know, some things are brought to the forefront of it being right or wrong, and, you know, I'm sure she will probably hear about it when she gets out. And, you know, it it could be, you know, nothing to her or nothing to the other house guests, you know, but um, it is what it is. I'm sure this will all are. go over. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, maybe. I'm sure that she won't be like this when she, she's out of the house. But even even the people behind the scenes, the camera people were, like I just said, falling for her mind games, you know, Um I mean, she was playing the game. It was Dre that, it was Dre that, when they were talking to the cameras and, and the camera was following, um, Netta around and then Dre went up and said, I want, let me try this. And Netta said, turn away camera, turn away. And the camera, you know, Dre started talking to the camera and the camera turned away because Netta told told the behind-the-scenes people to turn the camera away, and they did. And Dre wow. was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe this, you know? Yeah. And I couldn't either. I couldn't believe that the behind-the-scenes people were buying into it, you know? I don't know. We will only be um, waiting patiently to see what happens next, right, Cherry Pie? This double eviction should be yep. interesting. A doozy. So it sure will yep. be. All right. You have a great night, Michelle, a great week, and I can't wait till next you Monday. You too, Cherry Pie. Uh, I can't wait Good either. Stay, stay tuned, you guys. Good night. Good night. That's a wrap.